Welcome to another episode of the Imagine a World podcast. My name is Irene van Gent, and today I'm talking to Leonie Emma Rox, who started Pure Cacao together with Erik Westerdijn. Pure Cacao has the aim to bring unique quality cacao directly and ethically sourced from the farm to people. The last two years I have become very fond of the power of ceremonial cacao. I even wrote about it in my first novel, I Am Sarah, that has been published in Holland last year. Today we will talk about imagining and visualizing new worlds and the connection to cacao to do so. So first of all, Leonie, thank you for being here. I'm very happy to have you on the show. And I would like to start with the question, what would your ideal world look like? <laughs> thank you for welcoming and inviting me on the show. Um, what a big question uh-huh. <laughs> to start with. Uh, yeah, well, the visual image that comes up when you say an ideal world is a very green world that I see. Um, with, yeah, I, I, I often have images coming up, so I'll just describe whatever I mm-hmm. see. Um, and the people in it are really, really embodied, like, part of we are nature I so and I really feel that we are nature so in this vision in this visual I see us as really a part of the world and there's no separation between the the trees and the the buildings and the people it's all like one beautiful whole working together uh, finding balance again and again within a beautiful um, compassionate way that's that's what i feel when you Mm. say yeah yeah Yeah. beautiful and um how do you look like because this world is is something that we're it seems that we're far away from it um at this moment um i'm here where i'm living now there is a huge garden so i i am with my feet on the grass like very a lot but i've lived in cities as well so and there it was of course it wasn't um and as i get it more into this this connection between me and nature because i can i can completely uh, understand what you're talking about it seems that to me that it's quite difficult to um to feel this connection again mm. uh, and if I is if it's difficult for me, um, it must be difficult for <laughs> a lot of people, be, because of the mix between the world where we're living in now and the world that we're um, uh, that you described. Let's say it like this. I mean, do you understand what I mean? Like, yeah. So, are you asking how I see that? No. Like well, the, how the... how would we? Um, I think if it's so difficult for us now it's it's like a step-by-step process to to get there if i mean if this is the ideal world because i I can totally agree with you on on uh this aspect of an ideal world um the connection to nature so if you were to visualize or imagine how it how would we get there how Mm. which steps could we take if we take it slow slowly because overnight Mm -hmm. probably wouldn't happen Hmm. yeah what what comes up for me is that in a way i think we all are already there mm-hmm. um and the way i the way i see 
Um, the way I see this ideal world is more about a presence. Mm -hmm. And I feel that that presence is always already within us. And I, I definitely recognize what you're saying that in a in a busy world we have a lot of distraction from mm -hmm. that presence. Mm -hmm. um, but I but but I really truly feel as a like one of the biggest truths in my life mm -hmm. for me that it's already there. So for for me, I'm really happy living also in the city. I do also have a lot of um, connection with like walking in uh, in the forests and also the smaller forests here. I am very lucky. I have out like a site on trees for mm -hmm. my house. So I'm super mm -hmm. happy with that. Um, but also for me, nature is, um, I mean, I, I think it would be, I, I would be interested in, uh, I have a friend who lives in Dubai and they have really not a lot of trees, like mm -hmm. almost none, I think, there. Um, they have plants inside the house, but there's almost no green around them. So I'm curious what would happen if I, I would live there for a mm -hmm. while. I'm curious what would happen. I can imagine it might be more difficult to connect with nature, but I somehow have really a con conviction, uh, uh, conviction? Yeah, I'm convinced mm -hmm. that uh, because we are in nature that I have a cycle. I feel very blessed that I'm a woman and I have a cycle. So I have this monthly remember reminder of mm -hmm. I am nature. I am nature. So I'm as close to nature as I can be. If I just look and if I just yeah. feel what yeah. is happening, yeah. me, there's always the cycles. They're, they're always happening. Yeah. day and night sunrise sunset also when there's no green so yeah. yeah maybe that gives a little bit of a idea about how i think about an idea yeah, so, yeah. i think it's like a shift within ourselves actually yeah more it's more like feel the nature in yourself without the need to be in nature that's exactly yeah and you can still have that need but do, but um my my um uh, adagum, uh, how do you, uh, sometimes I will be looking for the words in English, but my way of looking at things is I try, I try, it's not always easy. I try to welcome everything. So if I feel lost because I'm in a city or I don't feel connection, um, so I, I don't really feel lost often because I'm in a city, but if I just feel lost, and I don't feel a connection, I try to welcome, okay, this is what is here now. I, mm -hmm. I try to like radically welcome everything that's here. And yeah. that somehow gives me a, a kind of beautiful portal to being. And being for me is a is a big step towards that ideal world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay. But yeah, this is for me, is this it? Um, I'm in this phase where I'm just playing with life, a lot of things, and there also just comes this presence comes to mind. Like, and when you're present, you can connect easily or more easily with a lot of things. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I do, I do see what you're saying. Like how, 
how do we get there? It it would be beautiful to co-create with each other a world that um, I would also be very, I feel my whole heart would light up if I would see more space for forests, uh, space for um, slowing down uh, our work, uh, mm. slowing down our daily lives so that there's more space for just being, because mm. I think that's a, that's really a beautiful, happy way of living. Yeah. yeah. So I definitely feel what you're saying. Yeah. It's yeah. it's also a beautiful sight that might we that we hopefully see evolving around us more and more in the coming time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More space to just be. I think that is the most beautiful um, approach to life. Mm. which i see around me here now i mean i can't imagine that i that i stepped into this world where a lot of people are trying to just be and or or they are they just are <laughs> they, they don't even try they just they just do it which is very interesting for me as a person who always wanted to do or uh, create or and and this being um yeah makes life a lot more interesting Mm. yeah and from the being i think also um if you really dare to trust and let go of of what you think you have to like the must then i'm also practicing this because it's it's not like it's always easy for me i'm also it's a practice this mm -hmm. everything is a practice for me and i'm practicing to really really trust on the flow of where my energy is going and where my true curiosity is going. And sometimes I am uh, like just being could evolve in relaxing too much, but then I'm also not welcoming. Uh, just being for me is not the same as sitting and doing nothing, but from just being comes a lot of doing in a very natural way yeah. 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 without a, it's without a force uh, like a it's not forced doing yeah. it it's yeah. a very it's a natural flow so i'm i think that's a super interesting way of doing yeah through being yeah you know? yeah, so. yeah 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 i have the same and um i think this is a nice um connection to cacao as well because for me um at, at times when i uh, want to just be or create something new but i I I want to have this silent moment before I start doing something. I use, um, I I make myself a small cup of cacao. I do a, a small ceremony, and then in in a few minutes, most of the time, I'm I'm changing into this creative being. And sometimes it's because I sometimes I start dancing. Sometimes I start writing. Sometimes I have a conversation with my guides. It's it's different all the time. But this is for me the beauty of um, the cacao is is bringing me much closer to this natural being. Um, and and after so it, this helped me a lot in the past. And now I can see that is I don't always need the cacao to get there anymore. Yeah. So can you? Maybe for those who are not familiar with the the workings of a uh, cacao, can you tell a little more about what is um, the ceremonial cacao that you 
bring into the world um, and what can it help you with? Mm, because yeah. I only have my personal experience and probably you know a lot more. <laughs> mm. um, yeah, the cacao um, that we share throughout our project of pure cacao mm. is um, is high quality cacao in a way we are connected personally to the farms that we work with in Guatemala, Nicaragua, Peru. So it comes from places where there's beautiful food forests. Um, so very healthy, regenerated soil and earth. Mm -hmm. And the people who are working there work with a lot of love and attention and often with a, like a tradition uh, in Guatemala connected to the Mayan tradition, in Peru connected to the Inca tradition. Um, so there's a lot of wisdom in working with nature uh, for food also. And a lot of humbleness also in the, I always notice when we're at the farms, there is this uh, realization that it's really a gift, everything we are given. And this connects to what I think cacao is. It's such a gift of nature. Mm -hmm. It is, um, first of all, very nourishing for your whole body. So if you drink, so cacao is, the cacao we are talking about is different than chocolate. Mm -hmm different than chocolate milk. Um, ages ago in the times of the Mayans and the Aztecs and the Olmecs and these Mesoamerican ancient cultures, they worked with cacao, um, which grows on a tree in a fruit, in a rugby-like fruit. Um, cacao beans were fermented, dried and ground, roasted and ground. Mm -hmm. Um, which made it possible to dissolve in a drink. Uh, so the, these old cultures work with cacao to make a very uh, highly revered drink. And um, it was, they knew it was very nourishing for the body. And it was also connected to a lot of spiritual ceremonies and um, seen sometimes as, as a, as a gateway more through to to the spirit world also given to people who were uh, at funerals who were buried mm -hmm. uh, they were often given cacao with them for the journey across okay cacao has been connected to a lot of beautiful uh, also mystery in life but also in a way of supporting tra transformation mm -hmm. that's how i see like the essence yeah um, and of course, with these older cultures, it's difficult to know exactly what the people did because it's uh, it's very long back and the written um, accounts are not super. There's also a lot destroyed about the knowledge, but this is this, this is what we know um, about these older traditions and cacao. What it can do for you, like here, we, we were very surprised that First of all, that we didn't know about this, this whole history, and that cacao is such an amazing gift of nature. Mm -hmm. We knew it was a superfood. It's often a bit known like that. Mm -hmm. But we didn't know about these traditional cacao drinks and that that was way different than chocolate milk. So when we came across those drinks in our travels through Latin America, and we tasted it, first of all, very pure, beautiful, different, rich flavors inside the drink. Um, but then also the effect it had, it was, I always describe the effect that cacao has 
on your state of being it's it's like it's a loving embrace of nature like mm -hmm. a like the the warmest motherly hug that you can get and um yeah <laughs> i'm still in love with it <laughs> and uh in this way i think it connects you in a beautiful way with your own heart mm -hmm. and it's often called a heart opener uh, because it's often used if it's if if you uh, drink cacao in the form of ceremony, then it's often used also to connect to the things in your life from the heart. So have a perspective for perspective of loving awareness to look at things that are also maybe confronting and challenging, and to welcome them. Yeah, is this a bit of an answer? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. And do you do you also recognize the idea that um, when you um, when the, the the cacao is present present in your life that you don't always have to drink it, but to in order to feel this loving feeling, because at a certain point it becomes just a part of you. I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think what you're saying is beautiful. I think it um, illuminates something that's already in there yeah. in us. Yeah. Um, and of course, also, like every food has its effect on our body. Mm -hmm. And cacao also has its effects on our body because of the substances that are in it. Mm -hmm. So it does definitely also do something biologically with your body. It's, it's uh, very healthy for your cardiovascular system. Mm -hmm. there's very high in antioxidants in magnesium um it it keeps your heart and blood vessels vessels flexible and young uh, and what it does it has a theobromin in it mm -hmm. and that's theobromine theobromin yeah. and that's the, the thing that gives you energy so it uh, raises your heart rate but it also opens up the vessels a vasodilator so it takes it doesn't increase the blood pressure it some sometimes it even lowers it mm -hmm. but because the veins are more open and your heart is pumping a bit faster it allows the blood to flow more into your ligaments in your brain more blood flow throughout mm -hmm. your body and carrying all these nutrients that it has to those parts mm -hmm. plus also in your brain it um, helps the release of Anandamine, anandamine, endorphin, endorphins, serotonin. Um, so things that often make you feel positive-minded, uh, often is, is like a subtle, happy, gentle, loving feeling that's definitely also supported by the effect biologically of cacao. Mm -hmm. uh, and I definitely agree with you that, yeah, when you... It's like you have a relationship. If you build a relationship with cacao and get to know what it tells you, you can you can just in a in a way when you when you have this relationship and it's a strong relationship that you have built, then you can also just think about cacao and and realize, ah oh, yeah, this is this is the awareness that is that it lights up within me. And then mm -hmm. only by thinking about it, you could also feel it yeah and thereby enlightening it in you without drinking it i think that's definitely possible yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Nice. 
And so yeah. you you came across um, during your travels, you came across this this drink. You 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 started experimenting with it, um, and then you started pure cacao. Or how did this happen? That you thought, okay, I want to share this with more people, and um, yeah. So yeah. how did it come about? Well, it came about. Eric is the is the initiator of the idea of of bringing it to the Netherlands. Um, uh, Eric, uh, with whom I started Pure Cacao, we lived in Nicaragua and uh, for a while, and we had tasted before. Um, before Nicaragua, we have lived in the Amazon in Colombia, and that's mm -hmm. the. That's the place where um, where we saw each other after five months of not seeing each other when we were just fresh in a relationship. So mm -hmm. it was an interesting way of long distance and then seeing each other again in the Amazon in Colombia after five months. And Eric brought uh, a big, big, beautiful, uh, beautifully formed shape of cacao, of 100% pure cacao to mm -hmm. the Amazon to share with me because he had connected more with cacao already on his travels and he had realized, hmm, this is a very interesting, beautiful plant medicine, beautiful product also to share. And so when we lived in the Amazon in Colombia for the first week when we lived there, we every day we did our work in the morning and then we sat together and we drank a cacao drink together. And this formed such a beautiful drinking it every day the, the the effect of cacao is quite subtle sometimes you won't notice it but by drinking it every day after a week i realized wow this is what it does it's very subtle and it's such a loving supportive yeah. energy yeah. it really gave us the a kind of loving cocoon to connect with each other again after seeing after having seen each other for five months so and also being with the feelings of i'm not sure what i feel anymore after this time and you know it's also mm -hmm. it was quite also a bit difficult and confronting to having been apart from each other for a while and then seeing each other again and i really realized wow cacao really gives a beautiful support in um discovering investigating uh just just feeling whatever is there and connecting with whatever is there mm -hmm. Uh, and that's where we also, well, where, that's where I was touched very deeply by the effect of cacao. And this is also where we both began to dream of, my God, this is such an amazing, beautiful drink. How, how can we let the people home taste this and get, let them get to know this and share it with our friends and family? We, we cannot keep this to ourselves. It's, it's way <laughs> beautiful for that. Um, so... Later, when we were in, Netherlands, in the Netherlands, we realized we couldn't really buy it anywhere. It was still quite a few years ago. Mm -hmm. And there was one online place where we could buy it, but we couldn't really see where it came from. So after that, we lived in Nicaragua and we decided, okay, we're going to go ourselves to the farms and see if we can find places that we feel um, are yeah, are a positive, regenerated place for the people and the nature. And that we can, um, yeah, get the cacao from and bring it to Europe in a way that is supportive for both sides. Mm -hmm. And that's how it started. 
really. Yeah. So yeah. just from a passion and falling in love with cacao and Eric's, uh, Eric is really the, Eric has his nose for finding beautiful places and beautiful mm. quality cacao also. Yeah. So uh, he found these beautiful farms and later also in Guatemala and Peru. And uh, we traveled there to get to know the people and then started to bring it to, to Europe. Yeah. Yeah. It's really nice because um, I've, I've been buying your cacao quite a lot in the last years. Um, I tried different ones as well. Um, and here uh, I found a girl as well who sells cacao, which I'm really happy about because uh, the transport costs from bringing the cacao from the, from the Netherlands to uh, Greece is extremely high. So <laughs> I, I can't order with you now. But um, what I realized is that when I, um, the different types of cacao, yours is really, you have a certain types that are really subtle, but mm. really tasteful. Uh, because sometimes you the cacao is is really really bitter, but um, some of yours are really really um, not sweet. I mean, they're not sweet, but they're just really really subtle, and they have a um, yeah. I've done some real creative writing on the on the cacao. <laughs> Beautiful. What what do you notice? What happens when you say this? Um, well, I. Um, when I was writing my my first novel, I I um I was not in a very good place myself. So I I um and then a friend gave me one of your cacao hearts. So she yeah. just 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 do it. And I was a bit afraid because I didn't know how 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 it would react because I had never done anything with plant medicines or I've never smoked a cigarette or whatever. Um, so. I had no idea how my body would respond. And as I didn't know how to use it, I just took half the half the heart and and drank it, I think, in one cup. And and my I was just like I went completely sort of mad because it was too much. Because mm -hmm. my body can't handle the the um the large amounts of cacao at once. Mm -hmm. Um so I after that I started to like being a bit afraid of using it and then I started to take smaller doses and when I did that um, I just started my day uh, with a small cup of cacao and then writing and my writing was just over I mean I can't even imagine anymore what I that I was writing that with, with the cacao because I've written um, a lot of soul's messages some of them are in the book as well um and those messages were so loving so kind so powerful so i mm. i just opened up a new like sort of what do you say vein in myself like like there was a new creative there wasn't something new was born in myself and so i started writing so i um i really loved the what it did for me it opened my heart not only to myself and the world around me, but also to this part in me that wanted to create. Wow, yeah. And it just wanted to get out. And the cacao really helped to move into the process and, and to to start seeing myself as who I truly am, which is yeah. a writer. And um, not that I want to put labels because I'm a lot of different things as well, but writing is one of my expression, one of my ways to express myself. 
and to share with the world. Um, yeah, and the cacao is, has really been a positive motivator to, <laughs> to embrace that part of myself. Yeah. That's beautiful to hear. Yeah. yeah. And it feels like, yeah, cacao has its way to uh, bring focus with whatever you are doing or connecting with in the moment. So I can mm -hmm. imagine that if you're preparing it before you're going to write, it can really help you to be, get into sort of a bubble with the writing. Yeah. Also, it had, it's super subtle, but I've really noticed in my work that this it really gives this positive mindset. So the way it works in your brain, it really it's really this like gentle support of hey, you can do this, even yeah. when it's a bit scary. Or hey, just try, just do it. It's like it's like it's supporting you a little bit in that way, and in a yeah. very loving, like playful way. So it's yeah, it's yeah. I really feel it's such a gift. Yeah. 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 Me too. Me too. And um, I remember that we, when we had our first uh, phone call to to make the appointment to do this podcast, we talked about um, the idea that um, I mean, if we want to have this green, beautiful, ideal world, um, I mean, it would be nice to have things that are local or like not coming from all the way from South America to. <laughs> to Holland, for example, because of the, the travel, um, the, to the distance and how it gets here. Um, and then I really liked your answer because um, you said maybe now we need this at this time in our life, we need this in our lives here on the other side of the planet with this beautiful plant medicine. Um, and I was like, Ah, wow, that's another way of looking at it, because as we are talking about it now, I really see that um, it's such a heart opener. And if more more and more people become um, more loving, more kind, more, then we can create this world where we talked about in the beginning, like being in being just being present and, and start doing things from being. And um, so it really changed my view on, okay, I feel a bit um, ashamed that I have this beautiful plant medicine. It's not coming from around the corner, but it's coming from like far away. Um, mm. So you really helped yeah. me to to open up. C can you maybe explain a bit more how you got, got to that vision? Yeah. What, what comes up for me first to say is, um, for me, it really helps to there's all these questions I also have about should I fly to Mexico to learn about the tradition there because I'm taking an airplane and I also feel different things about that and so and I don't have an answer uh, and what helps me is to I, I really think it's very important to keep an open mind and to stay aware of what we are doing and to do the best you can at every moment with the most loving perspective. And I, I feel what happens when I think this is bad, then I close. It's mm -hmm. not a, I, I feel it's very uh, helpful and I really think it's wise to keep things out of the good and bad, but just to keep looking and being aware of what is happening. Be, Things are so complex in this world, we often really don't know exactly yet what, what is right or wrong. I, I actually 
truly feel there is no right or wrong in in essence mm-hmm. um so that just comes up for me to share uh, and I think it's most helpful to look in every moment what is right now the most loving step. And for me and the whole, and often that's the same thing, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so that's about that. And then with Pure Cacao, we have, a, we have a strong vision and mission to contribute to the reforestation. Mm-hmm. So there's all these... Uh, plots of land that have been degenerated by monoculture and by like, ways of using the land too long in a in a in a, in a way that's not regenerative. Mm-hmm. And the farms that we work with specifically are regenerating the soil, and the people who are work there are paid well. It's uh, sometimes people say our cacao is highly priced, but this is this is a balanced mm-hmm. system. We are paying the places yeah. there in a way that is sustainable mm-hmm. and that can it cost it does cost money to reforest our yeah. beautiful planet um and such a be- one beautiful thing is that in peru there we planted uh, the trees we planted the extra plot of land they are using um they're using the the money that comes in from our project they're using it to reforest a big plot of land there so we Mm -hmm. planted trees together when we were there last year and it's such an amazing that's really that feels like the circle is round you know and it's it's not we are always looking for ways how can we um um belaste like how can we uh, make yeah well we're just looking for ways how can we make the most positive impact yeah and i can imagine like right now i see there's a lot of interest in older cultures that are maybe right now more alive in like latin america and and all the and eastern parts and far east and but i'm also seeing that the the eyes are turning more towards where we are living now in europe like um, what is the ancient culture here? What are the plants and the things that are growing around us that are uh, healing here? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think we are just learning from each other through uh, in the whole world, I think. Um, maybe cacao is a bit more present right now in the in Latin America and we can pick it pick up that tradition and bring it here and learn from it here. But also we are learning, more and more with each other about what are ancient European traditions and how can plants and herbs and medicines here from the earth, how can we work more with that? So I think it all helps each other. And right now it seems that uh, as for cacao and what it brings, what I see in people when I get really so excited from inside is this... um, really compassionate self yeah a loving way of looking at ourselves and being with ourselves and i think that's such an important step in being with uh, whatever it is that life's life brings us mm-hmm. also the difficult and more dark things yeah. to look at things that are dark and difficult it's very important that you can be in a loving space i think and that's something that cacao can really offer as a support so mm-hmm. how, how do you do that? How do you stay open? Yeah. How do you stay aware from your heart with things that are really difficult to see? 
yeah i think in that way cacao is a beautiful help yeah yeah yeah, yeah me too yeah yeah and thank you for that because i i i see what you mean that because of the other the traditions from other cultures because of the traveling that we can do we bring it here and it it's like a um what would you say a co-creation from yeah bringing things from abroad to your country and see how it, it could be and and I, I really love to see more of that instead of seeing other I mean you you, you so often see that there oh this is, he is from another culture or he is comes and we can learn so much from each from each other I see it here in Greece as well I was talking to a guy a couple of weeks ago and he said you are really reacting to our culture with your Dutch mind and I'm like yeah okay that's probably true because I'm I've lived in Holland for 40 years so don't but and he said you know I want to listen to you I want to learn from you but you have to see where we come from so um I say okay so tell me where you come from and then you get this mix but oftentimes what I see here it's it's a people still look at you as a foreigner and mm -hmm. you don't know what we are going through so stop mm. and and you see it of course in 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 holland as well i've seen it so many times you are a foreigner so i don't want to talk to you because you have a different um mm. way of thinking or you 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 don't belong here or whatever but i think we the beauty of being different is mm. learning from each other and and growing together in creating this more beautiful uh environment with each other because i think that the ancient wisdom from everywhere wherever it is in the yeah. world can learn us so much about how how to create a sustain more sustainable world yeah and also um uh, make us remember um what wisdom is already within us right now mm -hmm. i think um i think it's such a so beautiful what you're saying I really feel it's we're so rich with all these different cultures and ways of perspective, different perspectives that we have in this world. And I feel this comes down to that notion of, I truly believe there's no right or wrong or not one way. Mm -hmm. um, and that I've noticed that it can, it can be difficult to, to, to stay openly present with differences. Mm -hmm. Definitely. They seem, seem to be like, in contrast with each other mm -hmm. um but often if we ask from really a place of curiosity hey why is that important for you hey how come do you know then behind it behind it behind it there's a very valuable thing that we can yeah. learn from yeah so yeah. i think it's so beautiful if we learn to communicate in these ways we can learn so much together yeah. Yeah. like a beautiful yeah. evolving Yeah. Evolving consciousness really yeah. and yeah. that really takes time which we often don't well we say we don't have it but actually we don't make the time to ask the questions we just have our opinions and then oh uh, then and and then we judge good or bad and i continue instead of making the time to have a conversation about these things these differences and then learn from each other yeah Yeah, and it, it invites you to um, step into a place out of your comfort. Mm -hmm. so often a bit scary to yeah. to welcome a different perspective. So it's interesting. That's why I think feeling 
which is also something that cacao really invites to feel mm. what is there. Yeah. I think feeling is a very important step, like um, really daring to just feel, not go into the story that can be connected to it, but really feel, oh, what happens when I'm confronted with, with something that makes my worldview change? Okay. <laughs> oh, maybe I don't know. I think in the essence, we 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 can gain a lot of freedom and and um very much empowerment by accepting the unknowing yeah we really don't know no we don't what will happen i mean our mind can think of anything but if we if we can allow ourselves to be with not knowing that can be scary at first but if we can be there and just be yeah. with it it can be such an opening and freeing yeah. state of awareness yeah yeah and from there i think the actions that are important will happen yeah because then you are really present and feel okay if you're really in a moment and aligned in the now here and now not in a story about past or future but really if you're here daring to feel whatever is there which can be confronting then by just letting that flow through you, then eventually you will feel, oh, there's a pulse coming and an impulse for this movement. And I, I really trust that kind of movement, mm -hmm. that kind of do. Yeah. 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 It's beautiful because I've just realized in, um, that um, sometimes from you start uh, doing something. I mean, I, right now I try to do everything from this, this presence. And then you start moving in in a certain direction, and then suddenly, it something completely different happens. What you didn't expect, actually, but might even be better than what you were starting yeah. in, at the beginning. Um, but you have to go into this. You have to follow this this urge to create something to set something in motion, and then everything can come along. But you still have to remain open and not think about okay this is not good because i was planning to go to go this way and now now something else comes along <laughs> and and yeah. i really like to to be to be open to all these kinds of things that that just can happen even if you didn't think about the opportunity to 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 have them yeah yeah well you're you're really saying all time things where my mind is like yeah 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 i'm thinking of <laughs> different I, I i have to think about the humbleness uh it's really about surrendering so mm -hmm. what you are describing to me is like the, the create the creative process processes of create creating something i often notice okay there's an impulse we want to create something or you want to create something and then you start and you start exploring okay da, da, da. and then there's often one point where you're like I really have no idea what's going to come out. I maybe I think I might not get there. I mean, I don't know. But if you allow that unknowing and that not knowing and just allow, okay, this is part of the process to not know, then you will, and stay present. Don't step out of the process, but mm -hmm. stay present. Then eventually there will just drop these knowing like, ah, this yeah. is it. And yeah. then it will come, you know. So yeah. it's it's such yeah. a, it's really inviting you to trust and let go. Yeah. yeah, and to take a step back, just just take a step back and see. Okay, I just don't know now, so I'm just not 
I'm just gonna not do anything because I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. this is this is difficult because and this uh, takes uh, practice because um, after a while you start to understand that trust is the most important. So surrender and trust, um, because yeah. when you do this a couple of times, you know that the answer will come. Yeah, it only won't come. It, it it won't come at the moment you want the answer. I have last week I had like a whole day that I was like, I want the answer. I want the answer. And it, of course it didn't. Cause I told myself it's not going to come today because you, <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm surrendering to the not knowing. And then at a moment that I didn't expect it the next day, it's like the drops you, you just explained. They, they just come falling down. <laughs> like, okay. I knew it was going to come, but <laughs> so, so yeah. Good, yeah. And then I also loved what you said about uh, you can think I want to create this, but with your mind, you can often not. Life can surprise you with such a more beautiful, more creative. Like I love how life can surprise you with even more beautiful ways that you mm -hmm. could never have imagined. You know, yeah. so yeah. it's really, uh, yeah, yeah. It's really in. I love life in this world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I had I had one more question and I think it's it's um, because before uh, in our first phone call you talked uh, we talked about um, the importance of visualization to create other worlds and um, mm. you told me that you were doing this a lot um, and I just want to to I'm just interested in your perspective on this um, and how you um, how you do this for yourself and how you work with others on this and what what comes what comes from from it yeah from working with visualization to yeah, create yeah 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 um that was were a lot of questions from my part to you in, in yeah but I, I, just, <laughs> I, I have a feeling i i know uh um so uh, one thing I, that I ju have just noticed that my body and my being just seems to think a lot in, in visual um, mm -hmm. images. So that's something I notice, which makes it for me, um, um, well, I, I have often have in my life that I just see somehow see uh, a situation pop up and as a possibility um and so yeah that's just what i noticed so if if somebody's listening who who recognizes that you that you just when you're walking through the streets or you're having a conversation with somebody that inspires you that you see an image and you feel sometimes a similar image the whole time coming up then for me that is a that is a notion, okay, maybe this idea wants to happen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, um, for example, when we had the cacao bar in the Westergasfabriek, I, uh, I still have this image, so I think it may still happen, but I have a feeling later. I, I kept getting this image of a beautiful uh, place in Amsterdam and also in nature somewhere else, um, a space, 
where there's a place for a cacao bar and a beautiful, like healthy food um, living room. And there's also, when you walk through, there's more workshop spaces that uh, hold beautiful, uh, like a beautiful cocoon for practices. And then there was also upstairs, there was like a, a studio area where artists could work. So I just kept having this image of this, this building and I just start sharing it with people. That's how I work with, if I have a specific idea that comes up the whole time, I just start sharing it mm-hmm. with people that I really intuitively. So if I just feel, oh, it comes up now when I'm talking to you, okay, I'm just gonna share it now. And I started doing that. And then somehow I got in, I w- was already in contact with uh, Steve, Annie and Lieke, which uh, who who are, are working a lot with meditation and working with the Tibetan Buddhist tradition. Um, and uh, we had like, a, they, they went on, they were like, yeah, we're also looking for a space. So then it became a co-creation. And then, and then later we, um, with the four of us, uh, managed to set up a beautiful space called Tendi near Wester Park with a, a studio in there and a practice and a living room. Um, and so then it suddenly happens, you know, so yeah. it yeah. can happen. So for me, for me, um, and it's not like it has to happen. That's a very important thing. So I feel if an idea wants to wants to manifest, it will find its way. And if you give it attention and share it with people that you feel resonate with it, then maybe you can create it together. Mm-hmm. And so also with the world that we want to create, I have the feeling for the human, for human beings, it's um, important to have examples. Also, like if in your life, if you have mentors and people who are living in a way that you find inspiring, look looking at these peoples and feeling them and sensing how they are doing things can really help us to change things for ourselves in our lives mm-hmm. because we have an example of how to do it in a different way because right now when you look, walk outside there's one world and one way of living mm-hmm. and if you want to change it we have to nourish different ideas yeah. together yes. so in that way i think it's helpful to if you have inspiring images or thoughts or ideas to take time to listen and to see what is what is it that mm-hmm. I'm seeing, that I'm feeling, what is this idea telling me? And then if you feel it's ready, because sometimes it still wants to be in cocoon, <laughs> but it's ready to come outside, then just feel, okay, who, I, who do I want to share this with? Where mm-hmm. does it resonate? And then together we can... If we're speaking and thinking and evolving our ideas to to it can become little plans and then realizations i think yeah. eventually yeah really is nice. this is this answer? i'm not sure sorry no no well uh yes it is and um and in the beginning you were sharing if someone is listening and he recognizes it i was smiling a lot because i have the same as you uh-huh. um and and for me it's even stronger because sometimes I see something and I even see it in my calendar I have a sort of this is I mean I think maybe some more people have this but um, I have a sort of circle in my in my head it's I see it all which is the year so and in this in the top is the summer and then oh no well so it goes around so if I see something that I want to create I see it in my calendar 
I just where it it pops up somewhere and and it's really strange because most of the time it happens exactly yeah. there. And this is, I find it a bit scary because I'm just so it's so clear that sometimes I think like okay I'm just waiting now for something and I know that it's going to happen and so and in the past I was going to force it I was like and I have it now. Yeah, <laughs> but now yeah. I know. I mean the calendar is really really correct almost every time yeah you learn to trust that inner wisdom yeah yeah but i i I truly understand what you mean that if you have a vision or for me it's not only not always a picture but something is just words but i know that i that i when it keeps coming back to me i know i have to follow up yeah yeah and um uh, and i'm not not always sharing things but what i think the beauty about sharing it is um what you said as well if you want to change something in your life you need examples so i think that in the world where we live now um with all the problems that we might occur all the difficult feelings that we have within ourselves we we forget that we can share Mm. our uh, with each other and that there are a lot of people whether they are older, same age, younger, they have the same things. I, mm. A friend of mine he, um, who lives here is reading one of my books at the moment. And he says, because I write re- quite personal, uh, he said, I, I realize that your problems and mine are almost exactly the same. And mm. he is like older than me. He's a man, but we, we come to the same issues in life, yeah. which is, of course, very interesting so if we don't share what we come across, it it's difficult to to know that you're not alone with your issue or your mm-hmm. feeling or your idea of the future. Because I th- also think that a lot of activists who want to change the world in a bigger scale, they 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 feel lonely and they feel like they're like the, I mean in Dutch would we say the the one person screaming in the uh, Sahara. Mm. What's it called? <laughs> The desert, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, I think that there are much more people who think or feel the same, but they just don't know mm. express themselves in this. So when we are able to visualize this future life and share these visions with each other, we can see that we are all, almost all all on the same page. Yeah, yeah, and I think voicing what is important for yourself yeah and then for me for me it's somehow important to to say the invitation to not make wrong of other ways but just to to own your own feeling and wisdom yeah bring it like ah i noticed that this happens within me now Mm -hmm. Then, then you can i think it's a beautiful important step and I think it's happening more and more. I see, yeah. I see also a lot more women. I have the feeling a voice themselves and connecting to the cycle and their cycle and the wisdom in, in that. And I think that's a really important step for the transformation. Yeah. Also, yeah, yeah, yeah me too. So I'm really, I'm really very excited <laughs> for, <laughs> for this time. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. good. Yeah, I live really, now. Sorry, really, also, and to live now. I really feel it's such a gift to live. Yeah. Just to live and to live now, um, yeah, I, yeah, I really, uh, I, I think I would want to invite 
everyone to dare to listen uh, within. And, and mostly I've helped me most to look inward and not outward. Just see what is happening within me now. If I run into something that I find difficult in, in the world, what is it that is happening within me? And can I be with that feeling and feel what is the message and the wisdom in there? And then from there, voice it if mm -hmm. that's if that's the right moment and time for it. I think that can really help uh, us to connect with each other and from from a connection with ourselves. Yeah. 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 Mm. Wow. Thank you so much. Is there anything yeah. you want to add after this beautiful conversation we had? Uh, well, I, I really just want to thank you for, uh, I, I actually, am, I, I hear myself speaking with such a, like, yes, of course you should like voice yourself and share, but I noticed that I am often, uh, like in the online world, it takes me, it's, uh, I, I don't share myself that much actually mm -hmm. uh, from myself. I need the invitation. So I want to thank you so much for the invitation that you gave very, me. Very, very welcome. And also for, I see that you're following a beautiful path in your heart. And I'm, I'm so happy to see that also Cacao has connected you uh, in a beautiful way. And uh, thank you for sharing all your wisdom. Yeah. You too. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you want to know more about Imagine a World, please check the website. Imagine a World is a place where people share stories about the world they would like love to create for themselves and the people around them. We'd love to see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening and have a great day.